Welcome to the Together We're Better podcast, where we explore all the ways it takes a village to raise a child and highlight the amazing work that partners are doing in Kenosha County, Wisconsin. I'm your host, Lawrence Kirby, the Community Engagement Network Manager with Building Our Future. Welcome and thanks for tuning in. BOF is a collective impact organization. Google that if you don't know what it is. We bring people, ideas, and resources together so that we can help students in Kenosha County be successful. Tune in, you're gonna love this episode. The Youth Leadership Cohort is an opportunity for high school students to lead and engage in specific projects that elevate youth voice. The cohort provides tangible tools to help advance leadership skills in school, at work, and in life. Students have the opportunity to develop skills such as conflict resolution, continuous improvement, organizing, and event planning. In March of this year, these students created and executed a town hall school board candidate forum. This project allowed them to learn more about the school board and its responsibilities to build community awareness around school board candidates for the 2023 KUSD school board election. This year's class was eight students, and today I'm so excited to be sitting with three of those students. How y'all doing? Good. Pretty good. Everybody good? Yeah. Yep. Okay, we got Jacob Purr with us, who's a senior at Trimper High School. He's graduating in a little while, y'all. He just chose what school he's going to. He's going to UW Lacrosse. We let the world know that he made his decision, uh, and we're excited for his journey as he heads off to college in the fall. Not only do we have Jacob with us, we have Kennedy Kirby, who's a junior at Indian Trail High School. She is part of the Communications Academy there. And last but certainly not least, we have Karma DeGrazio, a freshman at Indian Trail, the Military Academy, correct? Yes. At Indian Trail. So again, welcome. It's so good to have y'all here. Everybody good? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. doing good. Awesome, awesome. We got, we're going to take a few moments where we can just kind of reflect um, on the work, the great work you guys did together. Um, by the way, if you didn't see the, the school board candidate forum that these young folks produced, uh, it's still on our Facebook page. I know the election's over, people have voted, uh, but if you're just interested in greater context for the project that these students put together and you want to have a, a better idea, go to our Facebook page at Building Our Future so that you can check out um, the candidate forum that these students produce. All right, so let's get into it. So first question, what drew you to this project? Like, what made you decide to participate? We're going to start with Jacob. I had a feeling you'd start with me. All right. So I joined this last year. So this is my second year as a part of this forum. I was in a student government meeting when Mr. Brandon Morris came into our auditorium during our meeting. And he gave a speech about a youth leadership cohort and why we should join. I had no idea what it was, but I was interested because this was during COVID. So everyone was starting to pay attention to the school board. And I realized this could be opportunity to really understand what the school board does and maybe even have so, some sort of impact on the decisions they make. And then when Ben Rodoff and Leo Ruffalo both joined, being my closest friends, I was like, this may be a good opportunity because I'm not going to be alone and I could maybe make an impact on the school board and not feel like alone or like scared to do it since they'd be here. So that would probably be my big reason for joining. Nice. Karma, why did you agree to be a part of this project? So my answer is like not as snazzy as his. Um, <laughs> I actually joined because I was like kind of having a rough day. And actually, Mr. Kirby here was at my school like giving awareness to like recruit new people. And I just went up and like was looking at stuff and just talking to him. And it just was, I don't know, it seemed like something cool and fun because why not go and meet new people and make a difference in the world? Because a lot of the time, we don't have as much voice as we need to. 
So I figured it'd be a good opportunity to just like let my voice be known, and I got a sucker. <laughs> nice. Yeah, shameless plug, y'all. I'll be at a high school near you in Kenosha in the fall looking to meet other students to engage in this work uh, with candy and all of that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, I'll be meeting up, hanging out, looking to meet students to get involved in this work. Okay, last but not least, Kennedy, tell us why you chose to get involved in this project. Well, unlike them, I didn't really jump at the opportunity at first. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought about the need for student voice and student opinion, especially in the school board, because we're some of the people who it affects the most. So I thought, like, why not get out there and, you know, use my skills and talents to try to help improve the school board and bring awareness to other people about what's going on. Awesome. You all had great answers for that question. Um, but Kennedy, you touched on something that I think is important. You know, our organization, Building Our Future, is a collective impact organization. And part of our philosophy is that we believe that we should center the voices of those who are closest to the problem. And so whatever problems you're looking to, to solve in society, you want to try to figure out who are the people that are most affected, most impacted. And then how do you bring them to the table to actually help create solutions? So we look at the school board, we look at the governing body of our public school system. You guys are the ones that are impacted directly by the decisions that they make. So from our viewpoint, it only makes sense to include students in the process of first and foremost learning what the school board does. And then secondly, finding ways to have an impact, use your voice, shape questions and do all these amazing things. So we think that's super important to this work to make sure that we're we're constantly looking for ways to center the voices of those who are closest to the problem. All right, so next question. Let's go a little bit into the process of planning this form. People may not realize all the work that it takes to do something like this and make it a success. So I would love for each one of you to kind of share your experience. You could talk a little bit about maybe um, portions of the planning and the work that, that you were responsible for, that you helped do, and all of that kind of stuff. So we'll start with karma this time. Okay, so I wasn't there for a lot of our meetings, sadly, because I either had after-school activities or, like, working. But when I was there, I was more assigned to the job of, like, making the flyers and, um, like, getting more information about different things that we could, like, draw people in with. So I wasn't really there for the planning of, like, the, um, like the intros or outros, but I was there for the questioning, and we focused on a lot of the major problems that are really never talked about or just kind of, like, brushed over. So that's like, I don't know, that's like the main parts that I'd like to highlight is because I really enjoyed making the questions and like just feeling like, okay, this is finally going to get talked about and finally actually touched on. Nice, nice. Kennedy, what about you? Tell us about the process of planning this form. Okay, um, well, me specifically, I made the video that got sent out so more people could know what um, the form was. And, um, but the process of the questions... I thought that was really good, and I thought we did a great job on that. I think we all had different backgrounds and different opinions, and I think that brought us closer and made the questions even better so that everyone could bounce off of each other and that to really put everything together so we could relate to a large group of people. Yeah, y'all yeah, had a lot of fun shooting that video, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, we were in this very room, <laughs> and our listeners can't see the room we're in, um, but if you remember the video that we shot, yeah, it was a lot of fun watching them shoot the video and everybody recording their different parts and multiple takes and all that. We need to do a bloopers video, matter of fact, from that. All right, Jacob, tell us a little bit about um, your role and the process of planning the form. 
All right, so the beginning of our process this year was we realized last year, almost immediately, almost no one actually came to the event. So priority number one was promoting it, which is a lot of what Kennedy and Karma did with the video, the flyers, and all of the stuff like that. Now, my favorite part of the forum is when we get into the questions, because that's, I guess you could say that's like the meat and the potatoes, to use like a southern expression of our event. All right, so I was trying to, I guess you could say, lead us through the questions. I wrote up some questions myself. I tried to organize the questions and then ask people, do you think this question should be kept? How should we reward it? Reward it? Things like that. And that was probably my favorite part of the event because the questions is kind of what everyone comes for to the event to see how would the candidate respond to this issue. And more importantly, we're bringing up the issues that really matter to the students. So there really is some importance in doing that part of the process. Nice. Again, great answers. Tell me a little bit, um, and any one of you can jump in, just about the process of trying to make questions objective. You know, I don't know if people understand the work and the thought that you all put into these questions, you know, really, really thinking through not just what you ask, but how you ask them, right? Anybody want to jump in and just share a little bit about that process? I'll jump Karma. in. So when you're doing the questions, this is like, I'm a freshman, so I've like never seen this type of things. And it was so confusing at first. I was like, I don't know how you want to do this. Because we would make a question and then we had to keep like changing it to actually make it where it can't be like biased. So I think it was it was fun to like figure out the different ways that you can like mess around with words to actually make it seem or like make it a lot better and properly asked. But it was so difficult for me to understand like why isn't this asked and but this can it's like the same thing. Yeah. Anybody else? Okay, I'll jump in. Um, I think like all the research and going into the questions and finding different like um, like articles and things about the questions to make sure we were asking them correctly and that we had all the knowledge ourselves so that we could go into the questions with the right amount of information and that we knew what we were actually talking about. And I think I didn't really have a lot of like knowledge about like KUSD or like the school board and stuff like that. So I'm really grateful that there are other people who are part of the forum and the, yeah, the cohort that, um, that they had a lot of knowledge about that. But I think the questions were really great. Jacob, you got anything to add? Yeah, I guess a big part of the whole question process is, no, I guess picking issues that are relevant and very pertinent to the students, and that does require a fair bit of research and just paying attention to what's going on in the schools, looking through school board minutes, things like that. And as for wording the questions themselves, as much as I have to say it, guys, it's probably not going to get any easier next year making the questions non-biased. It's a difficult, difficult thing, and I wish you guys the best of luck in figuring that out. Greatly appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, spoken as a graduating senior, huh? <laughs> sharing his knowledge with y'all. Who's going to carry the torch for us next year? Okay, uh, so next question. Why do you think student perspectives are important? Kennedy, you okay. answer first. Okay, um, I just think students have a unique outlook and perspective on issues and, well, everything, because, you know, adults, they have. I don't want to say that they haven't like been students in a while, but you know, like things change. You're and trying that, to say we owe. No, no, <laughs> just things change, and you know, like like issues and stuff that happens to students now might not have happened to students ten years ago, or st and stuff like that. Good, Jacob. What do you think? 
All right, well, in this, what's the whole purpose of a school? It's to educate the youth, right? So it makes sense that you want to know what's going on with the youth inside those schools, which is why it's so important to have events like this, because now the people in the schools are actually bringing their ideas, their concerns to the people who are making policy that affects what happens during their schools and in their education. So that's, I think that's why it's so important to have the student perspective, because you can have great perspectives from like, the school board people, because some of them have been like CEOs or like, uh, you know, they're like business owners, things like that, or they're former educators, but that perspective never really, you can never really visualize what it's like to be, I guess like in some cases, four decades younger than yourself and what it's like to be in the same situation. All right, Karma, what are your thoughts? Okay, this is something I'm very passionate about because in my life, a lot of the time, teachers are like, you're just a kid, why would you know that? And it's always bothered me. So just the fact that we have this chance to show our perspective, because in like my view, adults don't see how life is as a child because they're not a child at that time. Like Kennedy said, things change. Even even a couple months could change something. Like as you saw, COVID came out of nowhere and it changed everything for those children. And it's just you guys don't see our perspective. You just see it as, well, when I was a kid, it was this, but it's no longer that anymore. So sharing also gives adults the knowledge to make better changes for students to just get better altogether. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I have something no, else to add. jump in. And I think like having, like, I guess, like a fresh set of eyes or like a new outlook of like yeah. someone younger just can really change the whole like narrative of something and give it a whole different like perspective, I guess, you know? Like it just like fresh eyes and someone who hasn't seen or like done everything that someone else has, even if, if they might not be as like educated, but they still would, I don't know, I don't know. Um, but like it was just fresh eyes, fresh perspective, something else. Yeah, that makes sense. Students offer a unique perspective. Yeah. Go ahead, Jacob. So one thing I thought of as we're talking about our perspective is that we're in high school, but there are also a lot of KSD schools. So they're middle school and elementary school. So in the future, something to consider is I don't want to discard the voices of those even younger than us. So how can we bring about things that are concerning to a middle schooler or like an elementary kid? I mean, sure, they don't, they probably don't understand any of the issues or things that are happening. But I think it'd still be interesting to examine just what is life like for people even younger than us in the district? Yeah, that's a great idea. You see, Jacob is dropping knowledge, y'all, for, for us to carry on after he's done. <laughs> okay, so next question. What are your biggest takeaways from this project? I'm gonna give you a moment to think. What are your biggest takeaways? Jacob? All right, I'll go. My biggest takeaway, and this kind of calls back to something I said in the podcast last year, was that we all have our own words, but we don't really exist until we find those words, right? And for me, that, I'm paraphrasing a quote, that quote to me has always been like, I guess, find out what matters to you and actually jump at an opportunity to express how you really do feel. And this forum has kind of been an opportunity for that because before I was like really scared to even get involved in most clubs at my school, nevertheless hold like a forum. But by joining this organization, I feel like a lot more confident going forward to just get involved. And as I get involved, I feel like I find more of my words, my ideas, and that makes me more of a person in doing so. So I guess the big takeaway is to really just jump at the opportunity. This was an opportunity I never knew existed. It was scary to me, but I still went for it, and I'm very, very grateful I did. 
So I think if everyone else could just go for an opportunity, you never know how it'll benefit you. And in doing so, you might actually realize yourself a lot more. That's awesome. Okay, Karma, what are your thoughts? What would you say is your biggest takeaway from this project? So my biggest takeaway is probably just, like I said earlier, just the fact that I get to actually like speak on my behalf and the behalf of all of the students around. Because frankly, it's sad, but nobody really gets a talk now. Like you'll bring up an issue to somebody and a lot of the time it'll just get brushed off. And my biggest takeaway is the fact that my voice was actually heard and problems that every student is actually facing are being brought up. And I guess, I don't, it sounds kind of bad, but it feels like a little bit like powerful knowing that you're able to like talk about that stuff and like bring it to everyone's attention, and actually be heard when you're like, as many say, like just a kid, you know? Nice. Okay. Kennedy, what would you say is your biggest takeaway? My biggest takeaway would be probably to not be afraid to like get out there and like let your voice be heard and like because getting like up on stage and like asking questions when it's like being live streamed and recorded in front of a crowd, you know, it's like I was kind of nervous. But afterwards, I was really glad I did it so that like so that people could know and like people could understand like the different candidates like opinions on the questions and like so they could be informed when they went to go vote video that's gotten thousands of views at this point. So thanks to everybody that's out there that watched and supported this event and these students um, by, by watching the live stream, even if you weren't able to be there in person. Okay, so next question. How will you continue to find ways to use your voice in the community? Karma, we're gonna start with you. Okay, so first, I'm just, I'm a loud person and I'm very strong on my opinions and I, I'm very vocal about them if I'm very passionate about something. So like using this as a, well, using this as an opportunity, it just helped me figure out like things that I'm still passionate about. I just like never really found that passion, never really talked about it. And like I've even like since I've started, I've talked to a lot of different people about these types of problems. And I'm actually like having a meeting with some of the um, school district members about some other issues that are just a lot of students just talk about that's not brought up. So I guess in that type of way, it just kind of helped me find like a fiery passion that I can use in other ways. Nice. Kennedy? I'm sorry. Could you, the question one Sure. How will you continue to find ways to use your voice in the community? Um, I think that I'll continue to use my voice by not being afraid to try new things and to put myself out there in the community more and to use the things that I'm good at and the talents that I have to do whatever I need to do pretty much, like making the video and getting it out there and promoting the event. I think I could use the things I learned with that other places in the community. All right, wonderful. Jacob? Well, unfortunately, I don't think you guys are going to let me come back from college next year. So I'm going to have to find my own way to kind of do this. I have had a few ideas at the college level of things I could do that are similar to this. Um, I like to write, I, I like to write a lot, so I wouldn't mind starting maybe some sort of campus-wide blog where I talk about issues that matter to the students. I don't just mean like things that could, that include like college policy or things. I mean like if there's like a lot of like mental health issues with students, I would like to talk about things like that and write them and then maybe get the attention of different like staff members that work there and maybe they can actually do something about those problems or concerns. 
then there's always the possibility of trying to do some sort of like round table or forum where college um, kids' issues are brought to attention. So who knows, maybe I'll try to do something like this or get something like this started at um, lacrosse, but we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. There's a lot of uh, uncertainties uh, going forward with how I can continue doing things like this. Nice. Well, listen, that's the end of our podcast for today. Thank you all so much for taking your time. Um, yeah, you all did amazing work this year. And shout out to our other five students that weren't able to be here, but you guys did a great job representing for them. So thanks and enjoy the summer, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I enjoyed having it. These are great students. Great things are happening in Kenosha County in our schools. We're looking forward to next year's cohort and working with other students. If you're looking for more information, you can go to our website, buildingourfuturekc.org. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. Help us get our listens up. Uh, so that people will check out what we're doing and learn more about collective impact going on in Kenosha. Have a great day.